On this episode, we look at A-B testing, what it is, and how it can help you improve your landing pages. You're listening to Landing Page School, presented by Growth Marketer. This is where you'll find bite-sized insights on landing page design, A-B testing, and conversion optimization, helping you turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. And now, here's your host, Nicholas Scalise. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Landing Page School podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and on this short episode, I'm going to be answering the question of what is A-B testing. We'll cover a definition of A-B testing, and I'll also help you understand when you should use A-B testing and share five things that you should keep in mind as you run your test. And also, I'll get into a few of my favorite tools for running A-B tests. So let's kick things off with a simple definition. This definition is from Optimizely, one of the tools that we're gonna be talking about later on. So Optimizely defines A-B testing as a method of comparing two versions of a web page or app against each other to determine which one performs better. A-B testing is essentially an experiment where two or more variants of a page are shown to users at random and statistical analysis is used to determine which variation performs better for a given conversion goal. That's a pretty wordy definition, but the most important thing to remember is that you're comparing things. You're comparing two different versions or variants, and what you're trying to do is determine which one performs better given whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, whether it be to get people to click a button, fill out a form, get in contact with you, make a purchase, whatever your conversion goal is. And so when you're setting up an A-B test, and let's just assume we have just a regular A-B test where there's these two versions, you're going to have a control and you're going to have a challenger. The control is the original page. And then the challenger is the variant or a variation of the control where you're introducing some type of change. And then you want to run traffic to both the control and the challenger. And you want to usually do so in equal parts. So let's say that you have 100 people visit your landing page. You would split that traffic so that 50 of them at random would visit the control and 50% would visit the challenger. And they wouldn't know that, that they're part of this A-B test. And the idea is at the end, you would then measure which of these variants has the better conversion rate. And that's going to determine your winner. And you want to try to get the challenger to beat the control so that you could eventually replace the control with the challenger. And then the challenger becomes the control. And then you end up running another test. And it's sort of this cycle that goes on indefinitely. And that's what we're talking about when we say continual or incremental testing. That's the basic principle of A-B testing. Now, why would you do A-B testing? Well, it's to see if you can get a higher conversion rate, which ultimately will help you achieve your business goals because you want to get more leads and more sales. Now, another term that's really important to know when running an A-B test is something known as the confidence level. And this is the probability that the winning variation of your A-B test has more conversions for reasons other than chance. So that's just a fancy way of saying you want to be sure that you can trust the results of your A-B test. So before you declare a winner, you usually want to have a confidence level of 90 or 95%. And this is going to mean that you have a sufficient number of conversions and the data can be trusted. It's not just some random occurrence because if I run a test and I have two conversions on variant A and I have three conversions on variant B, 
I can't say that B was the winner because it just won by one conversion. So that's not statistically significant. So most A-B testing tools have this confidence level algorithm or formula built into it so that it'll tell you what the confidence level is and that'll help you determine when the test should be concluded and when you should rely on the data that you've gathered. Now that's not the only thing you have to look at when running an A-B test. You also wanna make sure you have a sufficient number of conversions, right? So going back to that example I mentioned just a moment ago, you don't wanna have two conversions on one variant and three conversions on the other. So typically what a lot of marketers will recommend is you wanna have at least 100 conversion actions on each variant. So if you have a regular A-B test with two variants, you would need to have 200 conversions in total because you'd wanna have 100 on variant A and 100 on variant B. So you see, this is where it can take a lot of time and a lot of traffic to run a statistically significant A-B test. The other thing you should keep in mind is things like seasonality and things like your business cycle. So you wanna run your tests for full business cycles and you want to control for any type of seasonality or any type of change in the environment that could negatively impact the statistical significance or the legitimacy of your A-B test. So all that to say is just run the test for a full business cycle, which is usually going to be at least a week, if not longer, and make sure you're running the tests so that they're not over a holiday weekend or something like that. Okay, let's get into the five things you should keep in mind if you decide to run A-B tests. So number one, A-B testing is not for every page since, as I've already mentioned, it requires a significant amount of traffic. If you want to run a test properly, you're going to need a lot of traffic. So if you're not able to get enough traffic, then I would recommend using a different type of testing. And that brings us to the second thing to keep in mind is that A-B testing is just one of several methods for testing a page. Some other things you can do is you can try functional testing, which is a very basic way of testing that things are working on the page. And then usability testing is a fantastic alternative to A-B testing if you don't have enough traffic. So with usability testing, I will do complete episodes on this in the future, so make sure to hit that subscribe button. But in a nutshell, usability testing is where you're using either a tool like Hotjar to see how people are navigating around the page, where they're clicking, where they're scrolling, and where they're getting hung up. And then you're learning from that and you're improving your page based on that data. Or maybe you're doing one-on-one -on -one usability testing, which is more of like an interview you have with someone from your target audience who is navigating the page and talking out loud, and you see what you can learn from that. The third thing to keep in mind when it comes to A-B testing is that you should usually isolate a single variable to test. This is something I see happen all the time where people run an A-B test and the B version wins, but they made so many different changes, you don't know why the B version won. You don't know if it was the headline or the logo or the colors or the call to action or the place that they positioned the form. All you can say is that the B version is somehow better, but you can't isolate it down to one specific thing. And so if, if you really wanna learn from this process, it would be so much better if you just test one thing at a time. So let's say you have two different pages and you just change the headline on the B version, so that's the challenger, and then that ends up winning. You could say, well, it's attributed to the fact that we have a different headline here. And so you have a lot more to win and to learn from by isolating down to a single variable. Now there are types of tests that allow you to change multiple things on a page and still get some really good data. That's called multivariate testing, and I'll cover that on a future podcast episode. 
The fourth thing to keep in mind, we've sort of already covered, but basically it's a reminder to determine whether you have statistical significance before you make a decision on your test. So this is something, again, I see happen all the time where people run a test and they don't do it properly and then they rely on that data and the data is just bad data. And this is a big, big, big problem because you don't want to be relying on bad data. You don't want to think that something is a winner when it's not actually statistically a winner. So make sure you understand the confidence level, make sure you understand the statistical significance, and make sure you understand if you have enough data to really determine if your A-B test was conclusive or inconclusive. And last but not least, the fifth thing to keep in mind is that when it comes to what you should test, there's a whole bunch of different things that we could talk about here because there's a lot of different ideas for what you could test on a landing page, but I'll give you a simple concept for how to organize your test ideas. So there's really four different categories of things you could test on a landing page. They are framework, offer, audience, and messaging. So I'll go through these real quickly. Number one, you can run a test related to something to do with the framework of the page. So an example here would be if you have a form at the top of your landing page and you wanna test what would happen if you changed it and moved it to the bottom of the landing page. That would be a framework test because you're changing the framework of the page, the skeleton of the page. Or maybe you're changing the form from a single step to a multi-step. That's a really good test you could run. The second category is offer. And usually some of the best A-B tests I've ever run have been related to changes of the offer. When I say offer, I'm referring to what the page is offering. So in this case, if you are selling a product, maybe you have a different pricing structure, maybe you offer a larger discount, maybe you offer free shipping if it's a physical good, or if it's a consulting offer, maybe you change the way you're wording the consultation instead of saying, get your free consultation. Maybe you say, get your free strategy session. Those are things related to changing the offer. Then the third category is audience. This one's pretty easy to, to understand, but basically you could have the same exact page, but if you change up the audience that is visiting that page, that could significantly change your conversion rate. So an example here would be if you're running Facebook ads and the page is converting at one specific rate and then you change it up and you send traffic from Google, that could change things dramatically because it's a different traffic source. And then fourth and finally, the messaging. This relates to everything to do with both the copy, the visual identity of the page, the design, the visual messaging, the tone of voice, Everything there is a messaging test. So a simple example here would be changing a headline or maybe changing the colors on a page or maybe changing the tone of voice for the way the copy is written. These would be messaging tests. So those are the four different categories you could think about as you're organizing your tests. Once again, framework, offer, audience, and messaging. And that spells out the acronym FOAM, F-O-A-M. Last but not least, I wanna cover some tools that you can use when running an A-B test. Now, first of all, most landing page builders have this capability built in. So as you know, I'm a huge fan of a builder called Unbounce and they have A-B testing capabilities built in, so I don't need a third-party tool in, in most cases. But if you want a third-party tool that only does A-B testing, um, probably the most well-known tool is Optimizely. However, they are very expensive. This is an enterprise-level tool, so it's not for everybody. Then there's another tool that it used to be not that expensive, but now it's actually getting up there where it's one of those products where they don't show the pricing anymore on the pricing page. You have to request a quote, um, and that tool is called VWO or Visual Website Optimizer. 
it is a very good product. There's a lot of other features. So if you do have the budget for these types of tools, that's the tool that I would probably look at if you want that dedicated testing and personalization platform. And then finally, there's Google Optimize. This is a very powerful tool, and best of all, it's free. It's a free Google product, and you're probably already using Google Analytics. Maybe you're using Google Tag Manager, so you know that Google invests a lot into these free marketing tools. And so Google Optimize is no different. It is a very robust testing tool, but it does have some limitations. So it's definitely not an enterprise level tool like Optimizely, but for most use cases, I think this is a really good solid free testing tool. So there you have it. That's what I wanted to cover on this episode. It was just a quick overview of what is A-B testing, why you should run an A-B test, five things to keep in mind, and then some tools to consider. Hopefully you found it useful and we will cover A-B testing in a lot more detail on future episodes where I'll go into things like how to prioritize tests, the difference between A-B testing and multivariate testing, and the specific steps needed to run an A-B test. So if you don't want to miss any of that, make sure to hit that subscribe button in the podcast player of your choice so you don't miss any future episodes of Landing Page School. And also while you're at it, if you would just take a few minutes to leave a rating and review in the podcast app of your choice, either Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, wherever it may be, that's going to help others discover this podcast for the very first time. And it means a lot. I read every podcast review. So that would mean a lot. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week. So until then, take care. Landing Page School is presented by Growth Marketer and produced by Earnworthy LLC.